Good morning, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. Today is the 23rd Sunday of Pentecost. It is the 8th of November, 2020. The theme of our family worship service today is a time of reflection. Our text comes from the book of Joshua, chapter 24, verse 1 to 3a, verses 14 to verse 25. Our gospel reading comes to us today from the gospel of St. Matthew chapter 25 verses 1 to verse 13. We have some key verses from our main text, verses 16 to 18, coming from the book of Joshua chapter 24. These verses reads thus. Then the people answered, Far be it from us to forsake the Lord to serve other gods. It was the Lord our God himself who brought us up out of Egypt from that land of slavery and performed those great signs before our eyes. He protected us on our entire journey and among all the nations through which we traveled. And the Lord drove out before us all the nations, including the Amorites who lived in the land. We too will serve the Lord because he is our God. This is the word of the Lord. And so, sisters and brothers in Jesus Christ, come let us join together in prayer. Lord God, open our eyes to the revelation of your mysteries and use me to be a good steward of your mysteries today and to share your mysteries with your people. And now may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing and acceptable in your sight my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Grace and peace to you from God our Creator and the Lord Jesus Christ. A time of reflection, the theme of our family worship service this morning. And so friends, in Jesus Christ, God is always present with us. Even when we are unaware of God's presence in our lives, God is profoundly present in our lives. Knowing this, that God is profoundly present in our lives, we are able to call to mind and we are able to recall significant personal experiences or significant experiences in the life of our community or significant experiences in the life of our nation in which we are able to identify the presence of God. Recalling the significant experiences either in our personal lives or in the life of the nation, we can begin to reflect on such experiences and ponder upon them. And in our reflecting and pondering, we will be able to uncover for ourselves who God really is. We will be able to uncover for ourselves the infinite creative ways in which God revealed himself to people. In the book of Joshua, it is Joshua who assembled all the tribes of Israel, who assembled their elders, their judges, their heads, along with him as the well-respected leader. At this assembly, Joshua delivered his farewell speech. And in his farewell speech, he used his remaining strength to stir up Israel to renew their faithfulness to God. But not only that, Joshua used his speech 
to encourage, to review, and to recall significant experiences of what God had done for them and amongst them. Great moments in the history of Israel is referred to, but all of these moments was God's doing, and it was prompted by the stirs of the Holy Spirit. The moments were unmerited and great moments, and it can only come by God's grace. Joshua's speech, or the book of Joshua, ends with him exhorting the nation to complete their conquest of the land. Ten or even twenty years must have elapsed since he apportioned the tribal territories, and now all the leaders were summoned to reflect together with him. Alone and all by himself, Joshua cannot reflect on God's grace. But together with all the leaders, they can reflect on their actions and learn from their experiences and their mistakes. And one of their experiences and one of their mistakes was the worshipping of other gods. And so this well-respective leader had this to say about it. Throw away the gods your forefathers worship beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. Joshua chapter 24 verse 14b. Without this kind of reflection, the people will not learn the lessons that their actions taught them. Perhaps it was part of the spirit of being led out of Egypt as a slave people out of Egyptian bondage and being saved by God from a life of misery and a life of oppression, and even saved from the gods that they were carrying in their pockets. Joshua said that a new challenge now lies before them, which necessitates the renewal of the new covenant. From the old set of circumstances, they must learn from their mistakes, transcend their present limitations, consolidate the lessons of the past, and reflect upon what it was that they were supposed to do, hope to achieve, and how to achieve it in this new set of circumstances. Joshua has noticed the growing complacency of the nation and the tendency to compromise with other people living in the land of Canaan. Focus, he said. Refocus, he said. Thus, Joshua asked the people to solemnly and formally pledge anew their covenant allegiance to God. And in this covenant relationship of Israel with God, the people will be judged by how they live on the land. This project of bringing them out of Egyptian bondage into Canaan was a project for which the people and God were responsible for. Now that they have arrived and lived in Canaan, they have to plow, they have to sow, they have to plant, they have to harvest if they want to drink the milk and taste the honey. 
Jesus said in the Gospel according to St. Matthew chapter 1, chapter 25, verses 1 to 13, that one cannot be careless and foolish or foolish because carelessness and foolishness gives us a false assurance. As Jesus related in the parable of the ten virgins, as he spoke, spoke to the disciples and the crowd on the Mount of Olives. Jesus said that carelessness and foolishness, the carelessness and the foolishness of the five virgin, virgins prevented them to meet the bridegroom on his return. All ready to meet the bridegroom, they failed with their inadequate provisions. Their false assurance and their foolishness stripped them, says Jesus, and so they remain outside of the reign of God. It had severe consequences for them. And so Joshua warned the people that although they are at a point of a renewal of the covenant relationship with God, they should not become complacent or act foolishly, but stick devoutly to Jehovah their God and love God only. In this new set of circumstances in which they found themselves, they need to plow, they need to sow, they need to plant, they need to harvest. And all of this needs to take place in this new set of circumstances. And the actual growth of the grow of the growing of the crops and the fruit and the plants and and the cattle and the prosperity that God has promised them. God will do his work in a very quiet and in a very unnoticeable and even invisible way. Because this is how our God works in our lives. And so although the Lord is, has given the land to them as a gift of grace, they will be judged by how they live on the land, and they will be judged by their stewardship responsibility of the land. The desert wandering and the great track out of Egypt is over now. And therefore Joshua called for a new commitment to God. And the people together with all the leaders need to respond, they need to act, and they need to choose whom they want to serve. Joshua himself declared his choice with these words, As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Verse 15b And the people followed suit with, the, with their words when they sat and as they responded to Joshua, We will serve the Lord too. In fact, they said, We will serve the Lord because he is our God. Verse 18b it is at this point where the problem lies for us today. It is at this point where the problem lies in the world today. It is at this point that the world actually needs to come to a halt, come to a pause, and it is the world that needs to renew their covenant relationship with God because we are in desperate need of a new covenant relationship with God today. 
And so, sisters and brothers in Jesus Christ, in our own reflection, on our own reflection and in our own reflection on the experiences that we have had in this country, our experiences tells us. Our experiences makes us to know and to understand and to realize that the purpose of colonialism is money. The purpose of colonialism is the search for cheap labor. The purpose of colonialism is acquiring of raw materials and more and more land. White colonizers had taken the land in South Africa and raw materials and they needed cheap labor to go deep into the belly of the earth in search of that raw materials like gold. In order to achieve this, a system of laws were devised to separate people and to create an identity for those who will benefit from apartheid and reap the benefits of South Africa's wealth. And so intentionally we were removed from our, our land as colored and black and Indian people and we were damned, dumped in cramped spaces in townships, we were dumped in flats and we were dumped in hostels and therefore today we are landless. Many of our parents are unskilled laborers because we could not enroll at any university of choice. And so, no wonder COVID-19 holds the entire world in its grip, unable to break free on its own. And so now is the time that the nations of the world need to confess, and especially those who colonize Africa need to seek and need to search for forgiveness and stop referring to Africa as the dark continent. Even more so, informal settlements right across South Africa tells us today that if we are not going to act on Section 25 of our Constitution, we are just sitting on a time bomb. And that land grabbing will become a reality in South Africa. But the beautiful thing about our God is that God remains the same by always doing new things in every set of new circumstances. A set of new circumstances may change, but God remains creative in every new set of circumstances. And when God begins to act, God comes to give us a new spirit, and God begins to act. God comes begin to uh, God comes to give us a new heart, and God begins to act. God comes to give us a new life, and even a new covenant. In Jesus, we can see how God set people free, all who suffered. Jesus came to share in their suffering and in their struggles. And Jesus was determined to do something about suffering and sadness and sorrow and pain. So much so that Jesus suffered on a Roman cross to set the whole world free. Landlessness impoverish people. Landlessness make people poorer. People feel that they have been cheated and robbed by the colonizers. And also became victims 
of the cruel violence. Many tears had been shed when people were forcibly removed from the land. And so as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. It's not only a commitment that responds decisively to God, but it is a moment of reflection, a consciousness that God is present, a trust in God, and it means to go on in victory, we must choose the Lord, the God of the oppressed, that dismantle all evil around us. Such an act means that the entire world will be under new management. If the entire world should say, but as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. The very moment that that happened, COVID-19 will be lying in the dust, defeated all over and in the past. Glory be to God, our Creator. Glory be to God's Son, Jesus Christ. Glory be to the Holy Spirit, our Comforter, our Upholder, and our Guide. Let us join together in prayer. Lord God, we thank you for creating the earth and calling us to be stewards of your creation. Your beauty is evident in everything around us. Your greatness is portrayed across the hills of our country and in the rolling waves of the sea surrounding us. Your majesty is seen in the mountains around us in our country. We thank you, God. We love you, Jesus. And we are open to the leading of the Holy Spirit today. In the name of Jesus, we pray this. Amen. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen.